Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong target. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post called Daddy's Ring. <laughs> um, this is a continuation a little bit um, from the post yesterday. If you didn't if you didn't hear the podcast yesterday, no need to go back necessarily, but we were talking about trust and Zach, who is our 20 year, 22, almost 23-year-old son, um, obs- obsessed with small beads and also <laughs> with fine jewelry. So this post, again, it's called Daddy's Ring. It's from last year. The trust afforded to Zach, mentioned in the May 1st, 2021 post, was not something that came automatically. Zach earned every bit of it. Before truly trusting him, he first had to demonstrate his intelligence and his awareness. It may sound silly, shouldn't we all just trust our kids unconditionally? (laughs) But special needs and all, Zach was a rambunctious preteen. We joke to this day about the time Zach went out of his way to show us he knows everything that goes on, showing us his intelligence and his awareness. He just doesn't show it by talking much. One morning, over a decade ago, when Zach was nine or ten, I'd helped him board the school bus per our usual routine. His dad was on his way to work when he asked me if I'd seen a particular ring of his, which he wore daily. To say a little more, We've learned to store all of our valuables at a height above Zach's reach, knowing his affinity for clenching small objects. We didn't want to lose things like our rings. So we kept these things high up either on dressers or shelves. On this morning, like most, Zach had mulled around our room while all three of us got the day started. When the bus pulled away, Zach's dad was sure he'd put it on the dresser in the habitual place, he'd put his watch and his wedding band before bed. The watch and the wedding band were there, but the second ring was missing. We decided to text the bus aide for fear that perhaps Zach had it in his hand on the bus. To no avail, the bus aide reported he had his marble, (laughs) but no ring. It will turn up, I assured him. It's not like it could just disappear. When Zach returned from school that day, I asked him directly, Zach, have you seen Daddy's ring? 
He replied slowly, but very intentionally, Daddy's ring? His tone neither confirmed nor denied any knowledge of what I was talking about, although it did seem that there was a little bit of a mocking nature to his response. Daddy's ring? (laughs) Over the next couple of days, life was busy as usual, and we didn't think about it much. I was sure it would turn up, and there was no time to spend on a search for it. But every so often, Zach would utter, Daddy's ring? (laughs) Ugh. Okay, we needed to conduct a full search. Between Zach's repeated utterances of Daddy's ring, (laughs) combined with an authentic fear that this sentimental gift of his father's was actually gone, a sense of urgency arose. We turned that townhouse upside down. Toy bins dumped and cleaned out. Cupboards, at least as high as the shelves that Zach could reach, were unpacked, wiped down, and searched. Carpets were scanned on our hands and knees. We looked under the refrigerator in all cracks and crevices, hoping to find it. All the while, it was hard to imagine that this young person, who had limited verbal ability and until this point ever shown us how well his mind actually worked, could have not only taken that ring, but intentionally stashed it somewhere. It was hard to wrap our heads around this. It seemed beyond his level of intellectual functioning. And I told his dad, you must have lost it. It's nowhere in the house, and Zach certainly isn't playing playing hide-and-seek with it. Weeks passed. I someone forgot about it. Certainly, Zach's dad did not, but we were both reminded every so often when Zach would do things like come into our room in the morning and slowly and quietly say, Daddy's ring? (laughs) It began to feel like a taunt, like he was reminding us of this unsolved mystery and he wanted to keep playing the game. Seriously, Zach, his dad would say. It was like a wound being reopened again and again, but with a hint of playfulness, like Zach knew something that we didn't. More than a month later, I was preparing for a business meeting one morning. Both Zach and his dad already left for the day, and I went to my home office, which was on the bottom floor, and a space not used by anyone except for me, really, at our townhome. I had a few different briefcases there, which spanned from casual to formal, depending on the client. That that day, I chose the Kenneth Cole black leather bag, the one with with several compartments for different files. This was in the pre-digital world, of course. As I emptied the bag to clear it of anything I would not need for this particular meeting, I felt in my hand a heavy, circular, cold object that felt exactly like, you guessed it, daddy's ring. Perplexed, I tried to imagine how it got there. Could I have somehow put it there? It didn't make any sense. Until it did. I remembered Zach's playful taunts and how he wouldn't let us forget about it. Daddy's ring, again and again, at the seemingly most random times. I was blown away by the unmistakable reality that Zach's brain was functioning just fine. It might have been how parents feel when their child first rides a bike or walks or talks. An indisputable demonstration of a skill that until that moment had not revealed itself. 
(laughs) This was a celebration indeed. Yes, great to have the ring, which was of great sentimental value to Zach's dad. But for me, it was the realization that despite a lot of perceived evidence to the contrary, Zach had intelligence that enabled him to engage in such an intentional and playful act. We would never again assume his mind was any less active than our own. Maybe he couldn't speak it out, but his actions were proof that higher functioning was not only possible, but happening. To this day, we still joke about daddy's ring and how Zach played his parents for weeks, even though he couldn't say much. This was the beginning of the trust he'd earned in a devilish plot to prove he knew and knows now exactly everything that goes on exactly all the time. And I ended this this post with calling Zachary a little bugger. (laughs) So thank you for um, joining this episode of the Healing Path podcast. And yeah, again, this is a little bit of a continuation from yesterday. Um, But it took us some time to really understand what Zach was capable of. So this was, you know, for three, four, five weeks in the making. And I mean, he just teased us and especially his dad just um, relentlessly. And whenever he could, he would just say, daddy's ring. So it ended well. And um, yeah, for me, it was just celebration because, wow, we really... um, We really understand and really understood from that point in time that Zach knows exactly everything that's going on exactly all the time. So thank you so much again for joining this episode of The Healing Path. If you have any um, kind of experiences like this or anything you could share in the comments about, you know, maybe the first time you realized your child could, you know, operate something or who knows what it might be, but I think that discovery, it's just such a miracle when we find out the skills that are actually there, especially in our special needs population. So until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And as always, thank you so much for listening.